Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are, what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right? I haven't seen... I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low-value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. I am an idiot, but we are back. Okay, welcome everybody. Yes, I um, I, I got a bit of a, I, I think I have long COVID. I have a brain fog because this is episode 12. I've been doing this every episode without fail. And then for some reason, tell me, let me know if the sound is okay. Uh, you will never catch me beating off. Uh, let me know if the sound's okay though. I will, you will not catch me beating off. I guarantee that will never happen. People are saying that in the chat. Uh, hello, everybody. But yeah, I've done this. This is episode 12. I've done this 12 times. And for some reason this week, I did just have a flight. I have had a very hectic day. I was in Miami this morning, uh, hanging out with some friends. Then I hopped on a flight back to New York to do this show, uh, which which is uh, good. And then I... I uh, I shot, I filmed the sketch before the show. I got a, someone's saying I'm muted now. You shut up. Am I actually muted? I hope I'm not muted. I'm not muted. Anyways, um, I, uh, I I shot another uh, uh, second Twitter sketch because people are enjoying the Twitter sketch. By the way, uh, that tw- so the Twitter sketch, because Elon Musk has been going, so this is going to be the topic of the show, by the way, today. So Elon Musk, it's a, it's, a, I guess, a done deal. It's not totally a done deal, for, but it is for the most part a done deal. There are still some things that can kind of. Uh, I don't understand. How are you? I heard you say you're muted, and you are. Am I muted or not? Oh, you guys are sons of bitches. I can't tell if you guys. Okay, so you can hear me, uh, Jared. If you can't hear me, that's just you, I guess. I don't know, but so. Um, Elon owns Twitter. He bought fucking Twitter and I made another sketch about it. Uh, And so that's going to be the topic of the show. If you have any, uh, you know what I want to hear? I want to hear the, because it seems like most people are like, yeah, this is the best unless you're like a hardcore leftist. But I'm worried if, or not worried. I'm interested if anybody has the other side of that coin where they're not, you know, like, like maybe they see some angle that maybe we don't. Uh, And then, um, so anyways, that's, uh, that is all I, uh, I'm wondering everybody in the chat saying I'm muted. Well, not everybody, but some people in the chat are saying I'm muted. I think you're just trying to sabotage me because you are, uh, sabotageurs. That's what I think. So, um, anyways, I'm, I made a sketch, uh, people still like, it's amazing. I'm getting probably 20 DMS a day of people who think I'm Elon Musk yeah, yeah. I, well, I turned up the volume. It's, uh, yeah, okay. I turned up the volume. Literally, people are like, it's uh, it's so easy to confuse people where they are like, hey, Elon, 
You're doing a great job. I didn't even change my avatar. The only thing I've done is because I'm trying to keep this gag going with the Twitter video. So then sometimes if it like someone retweets it and then all these people hop on and they start getting really mad about it, I'll change my name to Elon Musk's violence just because I thought that was funny. And then um, and then people literally are like Elon Musk. They're hitting me up being like, Mr. Musk, I love what you're doing. I'm like, what about me makes you think I'm fucking Elon Musk? Like this is people's ability to rationalize is so poor that they're like, this guy's Elon Musk. It's, uh, it's pretty fucking crazy. But, uh, yeah, I get, I get a ton. I even got, uh, I'll, I'll get into this, but I even got a journalist who messaged me thinking I was a, a real live journalist. But anyways, a couple things I want to get out of the way. So tonight, Patreon episode at 11 PM. Uh, if you don't subscribe to our Patreon, highly recommend it. You get an extra episode every week. Uh, starting soon, we will be going every other week. The Patreon episode will not be following the main episode like this, but it will be the next day in the afternoon. Shout out to our Euro Trash uh, low value males who, uh, you know, they can't make this. It's just, it's a bad time for them. So we're going to accommodate everybody and we're going to probably, it'll be like a 1230 p.m. Eastern show on Wednesdays every other week for the Patreon uh, we're, we're over 200 subs at the moment. And then another thing, I, I put it last week, but once we hit 500 subs on the Patreon, so we're a little over 40% of the way there. Once we hit 500 subs, I will be doing another episode of Low Value Mail, like the, just the normal free episode during the day. So there'll be two, uh, once we hit 500 subs, there'll be two episodes of Low Value Mail a week. Hopefully that's not too many. I don't think it is. It'll be uh, it'll be a good time. So, anyways, uh, if you haven't signed up for the Patreon, please consider doing so. There's still time to get the link for tonight. Uh, and yeah, so I was just in Miami, the city of. By the way, Miami. I I, I want to say everybody's an escort in Miami. It's so like like all uh, we we went to the casino. We went out to. I was just hanging with some friends from back home from Canada. Um, we went to the casino. I'm like, I, I, you know, and again, you expect that the casino, there's going to be escorts, but I'm like, I can't, and you can't tell. I like, I can't tell if like some woman's just idea of a night out on the town is just dressing like a whore. Like, I don't, I don't really know if that's the case. You know what I mean? But there, um, there definitely seemed to be that kind of, uh, that kind of vibe. But the funniest thing is we went out to this, like, you see a lot of this too. We went into this like uh, steakhouse or whatever. And there was this guy there with these two, he was like this fat 50 year old guy with a fedora on like the kind of guy, he looks like a drat, like a dungeons and dragons master or some shit. And, uh, <laughs> he looked like a dungeon dressing he's with these two girls who look like they're in porn or something you're just like okay the, uh, he's obviously paying them and they were you know what they were nice enough and so then when i got out of my it was, it was just like this made me laugh so much when i got out of my uh seat to leave it was kind of like tight this restaurant and so i had to be like hey sorry tight space i have to just uh, squeeze through as i said to one of the the what i presume to be escorts and then she goes uh that's what she said and the guy burst out laughing like he was like a guttural belly laugh where he was like his head went back and he was like oh, 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 oh. like he was i'm like dude you're paying these girls 800 dollars an hour you don't have to pretend to think their jokes are funny like i think that's at least one of the things that you don't have to do when you're paying these women is laugh at their shitty jokes it wasn't even like a good fucking uh that's what she said joke was not that but anyways miami uh if you haven't been great city it's a f fun time very fun time in uh miami 
uh, Florida, Florida, great state. I, I, I mean, every time I go there, I, I think to myself because I got a, we got a lot of people that are living all over America who listen to the show, watch the show. I'm just like, why would you if you live in like Buffalo? Like, you know, like I have an excuse. I'm Canadian. Like, Canadi- like look, if you t- tomorrow tell Canadians, go, you can just move to Florida. Like, don't worry about the citizenship or the any of that stuff. You can just go there. Holy fuck. That'll, that'll be a massive outflow of people. Or just any warm weather place. Just like, I don't get it. Like, but specifically Americans, you're like, you could be living in Florida and you're just choosing to live in fucking... I don't know, Minneapolis. I mean, I know we have lots of people who live in these fucking places and they're like, you know, I guess they like it. They don't want to live in a big city, but fuck, man. I can't believe that's just on the table for you. You Americans are so lucky. So lucky. Um, But anyways, yeah, so the topic of the evening, Elon Musk, uh, he owns Twitter, um, which is good for him. I don't, I think it'll make it better. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's any sort of like negatives. Um, I'm wondering what maybe you guys all think about that potential uh potential for that i don't really know an inter- a couple interesting things though i've seen a lot of uh people who are, i guess would be conservatives they would yeah i would say in that sense who have i've seen like 10 at least 10 people tweeting about this how their followers are going up they're just like all of a sudden in the last few days right when elon musk um like it was announced that it, this is kind of like a done deal and i guess on the weekend all of a sudden their followers are going up and people on the left's followers are declining. Like, I guess there's some websites called like social blade or something. You can actually actively like monitor it. And so it's, uh, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's going up and I've seen one kind of take on this, which is essentially that, uh, because Twitter has forever been like, look, we don't, you know, we, we, we're not involved in anything. They're, they're liars. They're completely obviously liars about the shit, but they're like, you know, we're not throttling anybody. We're not giving anybody preferential treatment. But the theory here is that they kind of were and that Elon Musk was about to find out. And so then they had to kind of, as uh, Joe Lonsdale said, this guy on Twitter, um, he said, you know, they're, they're kind of taking their thumb off the scale. And now uh, it's it's kind of balancing out. So because all these people who, are, you know, I guess are conservatives are like, yeah, I've just been getting so many followers. I was just stuck. I wasn't getting any new followers. And then now all of a sudden they're just pouring in and they don't know the explanation for it. Um, so that is that is kind of an interesting thing. I, I guess there's a lot of people who are freaking out that Trump might get back on Twitter. Uh, that's a that's a scary one for a lot of people. I don't really know why. I I mean, Trump. I'll tell you this. Even though everybody thinks, oh, this is the biggest thing, Trump back on Twitter. Trump doesn't want to come back on Twitter only because he has this fucking dumbass truth social thing that you know he has tons. I don't know if he personally has invested his own money, but he stands to be very rich if this was successful. And the odds of that happening now, like if he gets put back on Twitter, like why the fuck? Especially with an Elon Musk Twitter. It's not even like Twitter gave in and said, fine, we'll put you back. This is like, all right, Elon Musk runs a show. Everybody gets to go back on Twitter. Uh, who's like, you know, not like saying crazy ass shit to the, you know, the point of like legitimate, I don't know, inciting violence or whatever the fuck. I don't know. But, you know, Trump might be back on Twitter sooner than we uh, than we think. And it's making a lot of people very upset. Uh, but what I was referencing earlier with the journalist from uh, Business Insider, which if you know Business Insider, they are not a serious, uh, 
they're not a serious website. They just post lots of shit. They, uh, they're famous for Port Dave Portnoy having tons of beef with them. Tons and tons of beef. But so I got, I got, because I've been, um, pretending to be this Twitter employee because it's funny. And, uh, I really just enjoy whipping people up into just the anger. Like I have so many people who are just like, fuck my DMS. I have so many DMS. Where you're like, you're a fucking pussy. You're a bitch. All this stuff. Like you're fucking fired. Can't wait for you to get fired. I'm like, I don't work at Twitter, but I want them to think I work at Twitter. So there, there is that part of it. I'm not trying to be like, woe is me here. This is kind of what I'm going for. But, uh, anyways, I got this message from this person. Uh, this lady, she goes, hi there. I'm a journalist at insider slash business insider. I'm writing up a story about the reaction to Elon Musk's Twitter takeover. I've been contacting people who have made slash have turned their existing accounts into parodies of Elon Musk. It's not what I did at all. So I didn't even turn my account into that. The only thing I've done is just sometimes I change the name of my, from my name to Elon, not even my username, just like the name part to Elon Musk is violence just to kind of accentuate the joke, maybe trick a few more people into it. And then, but I wasn't pretending to be Elon Musk. And she goes, I was wondering if you would be willing to answer a few questions about your account and thoughts on Musk for the story. Let me know. Here's your answer. No. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't respond to her, but, uh, just the stuff that I've seen Portnoy deal with. And then also I'm just like, one, I would be like, Hey, I'm not doing this. And she would be like, Oh, my mistake. I'm bad at journalism. Um, do they just, does anybody get to be a journalist? Is that what's going on? Anybody just gets to be a journalist these days? I don't look like Elon Musk. Okay. Uh, but anyways, yeah. But if you want to honestly go check out that video, cause it's, I've been, uh, I've been replying cause Elon Musk, He's been, he's obviously pretty active on Twitter. And so then I feel like probably like five times. I just like, I've replied to the video it's pretty crazy. Every time I reply to the video, it gets like a hundred thousand more views because people just are fucking getting whipped up, man. People do really just, they shoot first and ask questions later on Twitter. They're not, they're not interested in knowing what's going on. They just want to, they just want to get angry and get their fucking blood boiling. But, uh, this was a great thing. So uh, Sauger, that guy from Turning, uh, not Turning Point, uh, what's it called? I don't know what it is. You know what I'm talking about with Crystal Ball. He has the podcast, um, something, it sounds like Turning Point, Breaking Point, that's what it is. So he posted something about some um, someone at Twitter who was like having a bit of a meltdown. And then this guy, his name's Connor Campbell. He is an engineer at Twitter. He, they pronouns, which I stole from my next video. And then he goes, that's not what happened. This was about the uh, the Hunter Biden because Elon Musk said, yeah, that was probably a bad idea that you guys uh, weren't allowing, um, like you were blocking a fucking, you know, an old, like the New York Post in this context, like an old newspaper that's been around forever uh, for posting this. And then this guy goes, that's not what happened. Twitter had a policy about hacked documents. We applied this policy equally. The merits of that policy are debatable, but it wasn't targeted censorship. This is literally one of the jokes I made in the video about the fact that they had this policy about hacked documents. But then there's 20 examples. One I used was the, was the trucker convoy with the give, send, go, where that was hacked. And then they're like, all right, we're going to dox every person who donated $10 to the Ottawa truckers. Twitter had no issue with that. And this is the thing. It's like, these are the people who work there. This guy is an actual employee of Twitter. He's a fucking lunatic. Um, and uh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's all I want to talk about with the with the Twitter stuff. I don't want to get too into it. A little just update on the war. 
the war in Ukraine. It's still going on. Seems like we're kind of just, what are we, like, burnt out on this? I honestly feel, like, embarrassed a bit. Like, so there's this war that's going on. It's all brutal. Everybody couldn't look away. And now we're just like, yeah, I don't know. Baseball season started and Elon Musk is buying Twitter and I don't know. This is what we're into now. Like, it's you know, it gets like a little coverage, but until, I feel like until like a fucking nuke is dropped, like nobody cares anymore. It is pretty wild because, you know, for all accounts and pur- intents and purposes, sorry, it seems like, you know, it's still bad. It's not like it's better. It seems like it's as bad as it was. That's, I mean, that's how it seems to me anyways, from the little I see about it. But in terms of dominating uh, the news cycle, the war just kind of skulked back. You know, it's like it's there. I know it's happening. I know the war's happening, but it's not it's not dominating like it was, which is a it's just a facet, fascinatingly little thing. It's just like our capacity to really care about this. Like it really burnt out. We got burnt out. You know, that, that's just how it went. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Someone uh, checking in. I'm checking in on the uh, comments. Yeah, someone talking about Amber Heard. That was the that was the one thing too. That's the last thing I want to talk about before I'm going to read a couple emails. <coughs> Excuse me, and then uh, we'll open up these phone lines. Uh, Amber Heard. So uh, I'm sure everybody's been watching this uh, this televised trial of Johnny Depp, who he's suing his ex wife uh, to I guess get his name back. Right? She sullied his name. He wants it back. Um, and, you know, she shit in his bed. She literally took a dump in his fucking bed as I don't think it was a joke. I mean, if it was a joke, you uh, you have to say like, hey, that's a funny joke. I don't know what to tell you. You know, sometimes husbands and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends, they play jokes. That's a funny joke. But if it was like a fucking godfather, like intimidation tactic, then you go, oh, that's pretty messed up. I mean, no, it's obviously... Messed up. Regardless, you do not want to be in a relationship where the tone is set, where like poo jokes, like not even like saying them, but physical feces gets involved in in the joke process. But I just want to say every guy was watching this and being like, man, she must be just the best in bed, like number one in the world. Because every guy's had a crazy chick and you go like, yeah, it's there's some correlation there. And then you see this level of crazy and you go, whew. She must be fucking Babe Ruth. I don't know. It's the only thing I could really think of when I was watching that. I go, poor Johnny Depp is that he's obviously in a relationship where he's like, I guess, being abused. I don't know. That's what it seems like, right? Like, seems like he's in an abusive relationship. Does seem like that. Um, Okay. I'm going to read an email. That's it. That's all my fucking ramblings for the day. I apologize if I seem a little off. Like I said, I had a long day. Canceled. My my flight was delayed, of course. Always delayed. The flight's always delayed. Annoying as shit. We're going to get to uh, first email. This email is from Tom. It's not actually his name, but he started off saying, I'd like to remain anonymous. So that's how we operate on low-value mail. Is You ask for anonymity, and then sometimes I accidentally don't provide it, but sometimes I do. So that's how we go. He says, hi, Danny. I'm moving to a big city in the U.S. from another Western country. And over at home, I haven't had much luck with the ladies. Been on dates with around 20 women. Nice. Got more dates with a few. I don't know what that means. So he's been on dates with around 20 women. Got more dates with a few. Oh, a few of them. He got more than one date. So he's 
Uh, he's, he kissed a few, but nothing further. I'll be 29 when I arrive in the States, and I'd really like to turn my life around when that happens. Dating apps used to work for me, but now I haven't been on a date in almost a year. What's more, I swipe left on over 90% of the girls I see there because they all seem vapid and boring. What are the best ways to approach this, assuming I want to approach IRL, that's in real life, but have no idea how to go about it? Cheers. Um, it's funny that he, che- he signs off as he goes, Anon, but I'm like, I see your email address and your full name's in there. Anyways, I, uh, yeah, this is, this is, a this is a tough one. So he's from, um, this guy is from the Middle East. I can tell, uh, he's from the Middle East. So it's culturally a little different. The 90% swiping left thing. Not good. If you're, I'll, I'll say this. Okay. If you are struggling to get girls, don't become more picky. That's not how you do this. You want to become less picky not more picky. Now, you know, I, I think when you say, oh, 90% of the girls I see are because they all seem vapid and boring. They're not. They're not. 90% of them are not vapid and boring. I think you're kind of in your head a bit there too much with the whole, like, I think they're all vapid and boring. I'm sure some of them are. You know, sometimes you meet girls, you think they're vapid and boring, and they're not, and vice versa. Sometimes you think they're interesting and they turn out to be vapid and boring. I would, like, any man... Select purely on the basis of whether you want to have sex with them or not. I mean, I that was never like you know they seem vapid and boring. Like you read their profiles, just fucking get to swiping. You swipe on one metric only. It's a binary yes or a no. You get your swiping done, and then once the swiping's done, if you want to sort it out at that point, sure you can you know whittle it down. But when you're in the initial swiping stage. You are swiping only for a binary outcome of is is this a yes or is this a no? There's nothing in between. In terms of, uh, you know, what are the best ways to approach this, assuming I want to approach uh, IRL? Assuming, like, I guess if you're saying you want to be approaching women in real life, uh, if you want to be approaching women in real life, I... I mean, you just got to go approach them. I don't know. It's You got to go go out to places, go out, do stuff, gyms, get things that are of hobbies, bars, you know, all, all the shit that, uh, all the stuff that you would think to do. I mean, you know, you just have to have, be that guy and have that kind of confidence, really, is what it comes down to. Uh, some people are not that, um, for sure. Some people definitely are not that. And uh, if you're not that, then um, you got to just, I don't know. Try something out. You got to figure out what works for you. Like the whole approach thing is you don't want to be the guy who learns pickup and then you just seem like a guy who just read a book about being a pickup artist. That is not usually a good idea in my opinion. I, I don't know that that comes off that well. Um, obviously, someone's saying in the chat, use alcohol, be rich. These are all good things. Alcohol is a great one. I mean, alcohol is great for everybody in, in that in, you know, kind of just lightens the mood. You go somewhere, have some drinks. You know, it helps if you have some friends. You can kind of travel in a group. These are not new concepts, though. We These are just kind of age-old things, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I, I, and I mean, don't don't take no, not don't take no for an answer because uh, if Me Too has taught us anything, it's definitely take no for an answer on the first no or you're going to have your life ruined. But be, uh, I don't want to say be persistent, but be willing to strike out a lot. Take no's, be willing to take no's, but you know, don't let a no discourage you, I guess is what I'm, uh, is what I'm getting at. So good luck with that, Tom. Wink.
and uh, let us know how that goes. Okay, so um, we have uh, someone sent me this weird thing, which it's not even a question, but it is actually interesting. It says, uh, this is Pete and Phoenix, love the show. I need you to share this with all the other low-value males. I cannot believe this is a real bank, but I encourage every low-value male to get accounts here right away. It's called redneck.bank. And I go, this has to be it. You look at it, you go, there's no fucking way this is a real bank. It is. It's an online bank from Oklahoma, and it's the website is redneck.bank. I mean, it's not really a question. He's not asking for advice, but he wanted me to let you know that, and I saw that. I go, that's, that's something worthwhile. Okay, one more email. We're going to open up the phone lines. This is from John. It says, Hi, Danny. I witnessed a strange event between a friend of mine and his girlfriend. Both have recently graduated college and have jobs. I was an outdoor bonfire party, and when I returned, the girlfriend was talking about an absurd date a college football player took her on before the current boyfriend. I don't keep up with college football, but he's a big black guy, so I hope that narrows it down. It does not. The football ex rented out a whole strip club for the date and paid for her to have lap dances. I would also guess maybe a three-way happened that night. College athletes have rock star sex lives. Uh, who knows? I fuck. I don't know. She was mainly telling the story to another girl to impress her, I guess. I don't know how it started. The boyfriend sort of cringed silently the entire time. Then the girlfriend mentioned how the football player was into feet and she had lifelong athlete's foot. Is that an incurable condition? People just have that for life? Uh, implying that it was ended up killing the relationship. I think it's insulting that she talked about this date that her current boyfriend can't possibly afford and the implied gross foot jobs. Has a girlfriend or boyfriend ever told a story about an ex to people in front of you that made you look like a chump? Also later, she said she doesn't allow her boyfriend to listen to Joe Rogan. There were moments when she told him what to do, like she was his mother and he went along with it. Has a girlfriend ever forbid you from doing something harmless, like listening to Joe Rogan? You know, something insane. Thank you, John. Lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack here. Let's unpack the shit out of this. Um, yeah, so definitely good rule of thumb. And this is not for men or for women is don't talk shit about your significant other, like out in public in front of other people. That's not a good thing. You know, don't belittle them. Um, nothing like that. It's just not a good dynamic in a relationship. You do not want to be doing that. Definitely keep talking, keep the talking about exes to a bare minimum, if not zero. Like, I mean, you, you want to, you know, if you have great anecdotes about your ex in a party context, unless it's like the absolute most just timely, important thing to bring up, keep that shit to yourself. It's, you don't, it's very just, I mean, she, it sounds like she's playing a bit of a power game here and she's winning where she kind of is like, you know. She tells this bitches this guy around, which again, girls bitching guys around. Tale as old as time, right? It's a tale as old as time. Uh, but like, yeah, you know, telling if, if I had a girlfriend, she's like, you can't watch, listen to Joe Rogan. The moment that someone is trying to control like your thoughts, essentially, is what that is. You're like, this is. But again, maybe she fucking has that crazy pussy and she shits in your bed, and you're like, Haha, you know what? I didn't. I never liked Joe Rogan, anyways. I didn't like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan stinks. That's what he would say. Now go take a shit in the bed. I'm going to go clean up. Um, but yeah, you know, you don't like, you don't, I don't know. You don't talk like anything humiliating your partner. One, you know, either way, you just don't do that stuff. And just in general, keep the anecdotes and stories about exes as close to zero as possible. You don't want to talk about your ex. Like, don't be bringing up your ex. Like, unless it's, yeah, my ex is a piece of shit and you're way better. 
that's fine. Definitely, if it makes you look better, the X can come up. But if it makes you look worse, no reason to do that. Um, someone in the in the uh, chat says, I stopped my girl watching 90 Day Fiance. What do you mean you stopped her? You don't even allow, like, even when you're not home? You're just like, yeah, you can't listen to 90 Day Fiance. It's, it's not allowed. I'm just like, what the fuck you want? As long as you leave me alone, I feel like that's a, that's a good good deal. Anyways, all right. That's it. The phone lines are open. Anybody wants to call in? You want to talk about Elon Musk buying Twitter? Do you have uh, want to talk about the war? Do you... I don't know. If you have anything you want to talk about, just phone in. The phone lines are open. I also... I don't think there's an issue with my phone, but... Oh, here we go. Okay, there's not. I was worried for a second, actually, that I fucked up the phone, so... But I didn't. Hello, thank you for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Oh, and it hung up. I There is a potential. So uh, I got to the studio very late. And um, no, because I, I, there's a missed call. No, we have some. We have some. The phone lines are open. Um, anyways, if people want to call back, the phone lines are open. Uh, here we go. It got hung up. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Fuck, oh, sorry about that. Oh, Here, no, Danny. Problem. no problem. Danny again. Oh, what's up, Danny? How's it going, dude? Yo, I was wondering, what are your thoughts on the no-fat movement? On the no-fat movement, are you part of this no-fat movement? If people don't know, it's you, just, you don't masturbate, right? That's that's the... I am not. Have you I'm ever tried trying it? trying to figure out... Uh, no. I'm trying to figure out whether it's like just astrology for guys. I don't think it's astrology for guys. There's, I mean, there's something going on with it. I don't know. Like, there's obviously, I guess, from like a discipline standpoint, um, maybe if you're trying to, you know, like just take control of your self, I guess. I tried to do it. I remember, like, for a week. I think I got like a week, and I was like, "All right, that's it. I that's that's all. That's all I can do." I don't even know if I got the full week. I remember it was like five or six years ago. I was like, "You know, I'm gonna go like the whole month of April," and I got like a week into it. And um, yeah, it's good. Th- that's the one thing. If someone says anything, it's good if you're addicted to porn. Like, if you're the type of person who's just like so addicted to porn that you're watching porn all day, and you know you're watching it on your phone in fucking public bathrooms and doing all that stuff, maybe that's a good thing. To, to do that. Uh, I know Muhammad Ali and there's some athletes who they will like not uh, ejaculate essentially leading up to any sort of competition. So I mean, do you think it, there's like some actual science behind it or is it just like bro science? I think it's bro science. I feel like if there was real science behind it, we would have found that out. Um, I, I, that that would be my my thinking on that. I, so why why do you bring it up? You must be uh, must be on oh, your no. mind. I have like I have a friend who is like believes in it a lot, but he never actually does it. And then he like uses it to like claim moral superiority over me. What do you mean? He doesn't even do it. Well, like he says he does it, but then. Like he always says, oh you yeah, ri- you rifle through his fucking garbage in his bathroom. You go, I know a <laughs> jizzy rag when I see one. Explain yeah. yourself. Yeah. Oh, well, I do know someone said this actually in the chat, which I do know is that uh, I think it's bad for your prostate to not ejaculate. So there is one con in that uh, in that formula there. 
See, you gotta stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, there is that. But so he, so what? You're just saying he just lies about it? Just he says, oh, yeah, I don't ever jerk off. No, he'd be more like, yo, I'm so much better than you. I I gotta do the no fap thing. And then like two days in, I'm like, yo, you still on no fap? He's like, nah, I fucking broke that shit. What? So he just says he goes, I'm gonna do it, and then he just doesn't do it. Yeah, it's kind of like those people who like. Mo- like they watch motivational shit and then just end up not being motivated. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, yeah, he's trying to turn his life around. I, I get that whole thing where he's like, you know, I'm really trying to turn my life around, all that stuff. You get all into that and you're, you know, you're giving people all this advice and then, but your life is a mess and you're like, well, shouldn't you like take the advice first? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Uh, I also heard that uh, Mark Zuckerberg takes estrogen to reduce his sex drive because he has, like, too much to focus on. No fucking way. He doesn't take estrogen. Why would a... Guys are not taking... There's so many things you can do to reduce your testosterone that doesn't require you to take estrogen. I don't know. That I find hard to believe. If anything, he seems like the kind of guy who would actually take testosterone. Hmm. Well, you think his sex drive is so, so crazy? Mark Zuckerberg? I mean, he's like married with two kids. I don't know. I've listened to him a couple podcasts recently. He does not, not seem like the type of guy who's just like can't focus because he's <laughs> so fucking pussy crazy. That that yeah. that doesn't strike me. Like He was talking about he was like teaching like at his local like YMCA or something like classes and shit. And I don't know that that <laughs> one. He doesn't that one doesn't uh, strike me as something Zuck would do. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, Thanks for cool, answering man. my question. Yeah, no problem, dude. Take care. See ya. That was Danny. Uh, yeah, the the no fap thing. Uh, you know, it comes up a lot. Uh, I know it comes up a lot. Um, and uh, it's not for me. It's not for me. Anyways, we got a call here. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Pat. What's up? What's up, Pat? How you doing, man? Pat hung up. I don't know if there's something going on with my phone here. There might be something going on with my phone because I was getting some weird notification. Now I got another call. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hello. My name is Jared. My pronouns are he, him. What's and up, I'm Jared? I'm calling from uh, traditionally Tukasigi land. Nice. Nice. That's a proper call, man. That's a very high value call. Uh, thanks for calling in, Jared. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, pretty good. I was always curious. Like, you never bill yourself as like a dating show, but you get so many emails. I do get a lot of. Well, I just build it as like a bad advice show. I just wanted to. I started off. I go. I wanted to just do a call in show. I like call in shows, and then I was. I, I was trying to get like a little. So I was like, you know, it'll be an advice show. And I guess most people, for advice wise, just want mm-hmm. uh, dating advice and stuff like that. I guess that just seems to be the very common advice. And then you know, yeah. in terms of fan base, especially like boys cast, it's mostly guys. In right, their, you know, it's most ninety percent guys in there. Yeah, it know, seems like a twenties, thirties. Yeah, so it's like kind of like younger guys, and it just seems like probably that's the most common problem. But I, you know, I answer some some other stuff. What do you think? What do you think about tonight, Jared? Um, My advice is to never touch your dick. Never touch if your you dick. Touch Have you ever well. tried no fap? Uh, never like no fap, no fap, but. <clears throat> I'm trying to like cut down on the porn and shit. Yeah, for sure. I sometimes have gone, this is like you get older, but like sometimes I'll go like three days and then before I realize that I like haven't masturbated in three days, I'm like, huh. I, yeah, I I still can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't don't know. I'm not saying that's common. That's definitely, uh, 
not yeah. common, but it sometimes happens. You go, huh, weird. Um, I was getting into like weirder and weirder shit, and I'm like, yeah, I, I gotta take a break for a while. Yeah, so, like you yeah. were just like, I've seen everything. I've seen every single thing on the that there is to see. There's yeah. nothing, nothing left to watch, and then you were like, that's kind of it. Yeah, when you when you got like the twenty tabs open, and then you finish, and then you're like, oh, I gotta close all this filth. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, the black computer screen staring back at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the black mirror, if you will, just gets kind of dark. Yeah. Um. That's uh. Yeah. That's that's not good, especially when you're like on page fucking forty of something. You go, I should not. Yeah, should, should not be here. Progressively more fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um. Anything you want to talk about? What do you uh? You, do you have any uh? Oh, by the way, just because I see an ad for this on my Twitter or my YouTube right now, but next Monday night, if there's any fans of Tim Pool, I'll be on the on his show, Tim Pool IRL, Timcast IRL. Take uh, his beanie on next Monday night. They, they, literally, that's what everybody says. They go ask people to show up with the beanies on. It's, it's a big, it's a big topic of him. big topic. Ask him what's under the beanie. What's with it? Ask him what's under the beanie. Just his head. His, is, uh, I know, but it's bald, and he's—I don't know why he's like afraid of it. At, like, I don't know, man. But it's—it's—I I mean, the one thing I'll say to him is it's kind of a bit of his brand at this point. He's very much made it his brand, and uh, it's hard. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, some indoor hat wearing a bit odd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. He's—he's he's got the beanie. He likes it. Um, but anything you want to talk about, Jerry? You just kind of call him about yeah, the. Uh, um, yeah. What's up? Yeah, the Elon thing. I think uh, it's. I mean, it's going to be okay. Like, it'll be better than what we have now. Yeah. I I don't see it, you know, going back to the fun days of being able to post gamer words. I mean, but you can. Like, with the game, you know, the whatever, the quote-unquote gamer words, it's like, you can post that shit. You're not going to get your account deleted. Like, go, any gamer word you can think of, go search it on Twitter. It's It'll come up a million times. Yeah. Like, so it is one of those weird things where it's more so it's, you know, the main thing he's kind of saying is the stuff where they were, you know, severely overreaching, like just kicking people off who were, you know, politically inconvenient or the Hunter Biden thing was obviously the really big one. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously like, you know, that's that's the main one is the Hunter Biden one. But like. You know, but what if what if Elon's like part of the the secret cabal and he's just you know pretending, pretending what? Well, but was I mean, dude, he fucking for him to go drop forty four billion dollars. Like, granted, this guy's rich, but that's still that's not an insignificant amount of money to him. Like, that's still you know twenty percent of his net worth on Twitter, which is like not a good business. I think I saw but someone he, say he they one of the reptilians, right? They they did as much. I believe Twitter did as much in sales last year as the Olive Garden. Well, the the utility of Twitter is not making money at all. It's it's literally just there as a propaganda platform. Yeah, I mean for sure, it's, to own it is extremely valuable. It's like owning you know, it's like Bezos owning Washington Post or whatever. Where it's like, it's just more you have this thing and it can be valuable for you. But the difference is Bezos paid two hundred fifty million versus forty four billion. Well, that's the other funny thing is everybody's like, oh, billionaires own like, the speed platform. I'm like, every fucking news outlet is owned by a billionaire. Of course. They all are. Like, they're uh, every, you MSNBC know. NBC is literally Microsoft NBC. Yeah. Although I don't think they own that anymore. I think it's like Viacom or something. 
um but that's yeah that is how it started as microsoft that's how it started as, and now they're just like batshit crazy on there but yeah i don't know like i'm trying to think of any potential negatives that are you know i i, I don't know like i i think he'll just kind of open it up a bit and i think i, I don't think uh, it'll be that much different to be honest i think he's gonna let some people back on it'll be harder to get banned i think a negative could be if he doesn't if he follows through a little bit on letting people back on the platform, but he doesn't really open it up to like real dissidents. I mean, there's and fucking ISIS like, on, like the Taliban's on there. Like, how more right, of a right. dissident do you have to be? Well, well, American dissidents. American dissidents. Or what? Or not even American, Western dissidents, right? Like, what are you like, saying? Like, kind of like, uh, like Stefan Molyneux and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like you know, you don't have to agree with him, but like. He 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 lets just enough people on for them to think like oh yeah it's great now like Stephen Crowder or something like sure. just right is Stephen Crowder banned from Twitter? I don't know. I'm just using yeah, it yeah. as an example. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll he'll, if like if he just lets those people on and not fringe people, but you let them on and ban them later if they fuck up. But you got to let everybody back on. Otherwise, he could just let on you know just the the safe people, and then yeah. everyone will be complacent. Like oh we have free speech back. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, it's like you can't fucking like be like, hey, everybody have a big platform and say like, hey, here's someone's address. Let's all like go to their house and fucking throw rocks at their yeah, house. Like, like there's obviously has to be there can't be yeah, no rules. Like doctoring, yeah, all, all that stuff. And like, you know, again, at the end of the day with speech, it's like whatever is legal. But the problem is the speech is like the legal element of speech is different in every country. Right, like but, what you can say on Twitter in Canada is is probably so. not the same as legally what you can say in the U.S. Yeah, well, other countries don't matter. No, I mean, again, it's an American company, but it's something to take yeah, into consideration. But yeah, I don't know. I th- I think it'll be honestly like uh, I don't think it'll be a huge oh, one, difference other than you'll just Trump will be back on. Is a real human verification thing, right? Yeah, that actually I do agree. If you really did get rid of anonymity on, uh, not that you can really, really get rid of it, but like if it's more similar to something like a Facebook, where yeah. there is a like a, a verification element, and you can't just be anonymous on there, like totally anonymous, yeah. it will clean it up for sure a bit. Twitter to get hacked and everybody's like home address and shit that leaked. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. It's like that's the same risk you take being on any Facebook product. It's like they can yeah. they can have that stuff. Um, right, but like I, I like I'm from like the old school internet when it was like forums and yeah. Know, I mean, so like I, I think like you can't really have true free speech unless there's real anonymity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you can. I, I mean, I guess there's the thing where it's like, well, if well, you, no, if, you, it, if you don't want to say like, I, I guess you have to ask why don't you want to say it from your and then I guess because you know. In a lot of instances, right. you could lose your job or whatever, and this is kind of you know there, there's things that need to be said that sometimes might might not be acceptable if you're like an employee of Disney, right? And then that's self censorship, and it's not- yeah, yeah. But I mean, there always are these venues where you can say this stuff that are maybe not Twitter, and there are always ways yeah, around then, it. Like like then you're just screening into the void on like eight chan. Like, yeah, the but you can still do it because Facebook, <laughs> even though Facebook is used as like the model of like hey verification, there's still tons of scam accounts. Like I get ten requests a day from accounts that are clearly fake. Like, excuse me, sir, would you like to do the needful? What's that? Excuse me, sir, would you do the needful? I I can't hear you. I don't know what you said. I said, excuse me, sir, would you do the needful? The needful? 
I don't know what that the is. Indian Facebook scammers. Oh yeah, 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 like all that shit. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like I mean, so but I guess they can't amplify any sort of message. Like those people are kind of like, there's no yeah, way you, to retweet their thing ten thousand times yeah. to really get that message out. Where on Twitter you can. So, you know what? Elon's a smart guy. I think he'll figure it out. I think he'll make it a little better, but I don't think it's gonna be. Yeah, it'll be. It's a net positive, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, all the conservatives who, whose accounts are just rocking all of a sudden, they seem to think it's a good idea. So, there's oh, that at least. the funny thing where you said everybody's like gaining thousands of followers, I saw a thread of like left wing people all complaining about all, losing a bunch of followers. Yeah, that's the one thing that doesn't make sense actually, because like if there was an Maybe algorithmic thing, if there was an algorithmic thing that would, you know, maybe make your account get shown to more people, that wouldn't make people like unfollow people. Unless there's something going on, because, you know, forever, all these people on the right were saying, like, hey, I'm getting people in YouTube, too, where it's like my accounts being someone's like, yeah, they unfollowed me, but I never actually did the unfollowing. So, yeah, like they're so I, I don't know. Great. If he, if he finds all this, like, weird algorithmic shit they were doing behind the scenes, he just like puts it out there for everyone to see. Well, that that, too. And so he'll say he'll be like, see, I, I guess I did really need to buy this. And uh but yeah, and then the bots. The bots are the one thing. But the you know what? I feel like the bots don't impact most people. Like I don't really notice bots other than in my DMs. Like if I have like a tweet that like gets a lot, like that video that I did or whatever. Like unless you have something go crazy viral, like you don't really notice the bots too much. But Elon Musk, yeah. you could see in his fucking comments is nonstop. But they're trying to scam people. So and I'm sure he can figure that out. Not just a scam bots. Like on, on like uh like anytime Donald Trump would post, there would be like automated like yeah, yeah of course with like one follower or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, there's tons yeah, of that still. Yeah, it's like to shape what public perception looks like. So there's like social engineering shit going on mm-hmm. on Twitter. I mean, but that happens. There was something with the apparently with the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial where 11 percent of all the, I think that was what it was. It was 11 percent of all the accounts commenting on Twitter about this were fake, which is like weird. Yeah. Cause you're like, who, who is behind that? Who's trying to shape this conversation? But well, me- there's actual like botnets and you can, you can, um, yeah, like companies, like, like you can just hire them. Yeah, you can pay money to get engagement on your tweets and shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. But like, I, I guess like in this, you're not even trying to pay money to get engagement. You're just trying to pay money to like, just have a, the, the, the overall discussion go in a certain well, some, direction. Yeah. Well, a lot of, I don't know if they're, they're like, they could be just using it to build the bot to make it look more natural. Yeah. Right. To have like automatically comment on like breaking news and shit. So when they do use it for advertisement or social engineering, it has like, it looks more legit than a no profile picture. Yeah. Yeah. Zero yeah. That's true. Um, all right, cool. Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, that's it. Cool. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for calling back. Take care. Take care. Bye. Oh, Jared, yeah, um, yeah. The bot, the bot thing is uh, is a weird one. By the way, shout out to Dixon for the five dollars super chat. LOL. I heard Pat's living in BFE. I'll hit you with that email instead. Good show. No fab, I think is conflate with porn addiction. Yes, I believe that is the case. Thanks, Dixon. And we got a call from Arkansas. Who am I speaking with? Oh, it's Reggie. Oh, what's up, Reggie? You called last week, right? Yep. How you doing, buddy? Man, pretty good. How are, are things out in Arkansas? Man, it's good weather. Yeah, it's good sun. Nice. Yeah, everything's going good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm just I just got back from Miami this morning. 
Uh, nice. Or no, I got back from Miami this afternoon, but I was in Miami this morning. I got fucking sunburns got on, on the weirdest parts of my body, like behind my arm and like my inside of my like elbow. I don't know what's that called. That part, uh, dude. That's know. like uh, when bed sores. I guess elbow. Yeah, I don't know. I got these fucking just bad. My, my friend actually, he got like who I was with. He got like some. I don't know if it was like a sun rash, but like he looked like he had AIDS on his leg. It was bad. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, it was bad. But anyway, what's up, what's up, Reggie? What can I help you with? Man, not a lot of dude. I've been hearing a bunch. Uh, you know, Elon Musk. Uh, people doing semen retention. Yeah. No, no, not well. Yeah, no fap. I guess no fap is is no semen fap. retention. I, mean, yeah, I don't whatever. think it's semen retention per se is the point. I think it's more just like porn addiction. That's bad news, man. Oh yeah, well, porn addiction, like step away from it. But like, as far as uh, like, don't jack off. Like, no, nah, go ahead and jack off. Like, yeah, do you? Yeah, whatever. I well, I guess some people are. There's a you know, there's a people who think that it's kind of fucks their life up. I mean, if it does, then, yeah, back off. Well, that's easy for you to say, man, but they're fucking have a crippling addiction, (laughs) Reggie. They're literally like, they're like, I can't. It's like telling some fucking drug addict to be like, hey, why don't you stop? Why don't you chill on the drugs? And they're like, yeah, I'm trying to. I can't chill on the drugs. True, true, true. Yeah. So, like, um, um, all right, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Mm Mm-hmm. So like I'm not the first one to make the joke, but you know Amber Turd, right? Amber Turd, yeah, it was. Uh, it was okay, yeah, yeah, I'm not the first. So Have you ever had a really crazy girl? Have you ever been with someone who's like Amber Heard level yeah, crazy? Um, yeah, I uh, actually when I was 22, um, I was uh, in bed with a girl. She went through my phone in the middle of the night. Yeah, and then I got uh, bear clawed in the face. Ooh. Two o'clock in the morning. Damn. Yeah, so I got punched in the face, dead asleep. It's the worst feeling of, I mean, you're woken up by a This is like a girlfriend or just a girl you're dating? It it was a girl I was dating. I was in college. Oh, okay. And I got bear clawed. It was a girl punch, but still enough to like, you know, piss me off. What's the definition of, uh, that's a term I've never heard before, bear clawed, like scratched on the Uh, face? yeah, it's like uh, when, like, seven-year-olds fight. Yeah. They don't throw, like, a full punch. They they close their, instead of a slap. It's like a slap with nails, fist. kind of? Well, they close their fist and they slap. Oh, okay. It's like a bear claw. Okay. So it comes across your face. Um. All right, well, that sucks. And it's because, what, yeah. she, she found you were talking to some other ladies, or what? No, I was uh, sending texts to my mom. Really? Yeah. Damn. And, and what? Uh, she just was, was like, like, who the fuck's this bitch? And you're like, it's my mom? She didn't ask questions. She just bear claw. She just went straight for the bear claw. She goes, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get answers to this stuff later. Was there alcohol yeah. involved? Um, like when no, was drunk? not that night. No. That's scary. When chicks do stuff like that and they're like not drunk, and you go like, whoa. Because then, yeah, cause then that sets the yeah. tone where this is this kind of baseline behavior. You go, well, I'm not drunk all the time, and this is what I'm capable of when I'm sober. And you go, oh. Yeah, we, we got away from each other after that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, You know what ever yeah, happened anyways, to her? 
I always huh? wonder with those women because I had a girlfriend who was kind of like that uh, a bit, and then I always wonder yeah. like, are they still like that? Like with their whoever they're Probably. with now. I like, are you, is buddy, that just like, like you're like that for life? Yeah, I still got a buddy right now. Um, like, I think I, yeah, I told you last week for the listeners. Like, well, I'm I'm 34 now. Yeah, and I've got a buddy that's the same age. He's married. They've got two children, and he's like, he's getting hit. Like he's literally he's like getting, his wife is hit it physically abusing yes. him. Yes. How do you know that? He told he, man, I saw the scratch marks. He's getting scratched and stuff. And there's like, and but he doesn't want to. What he just doesn't want to do anything about it. Man, we got two kids, dude. It's kind of hard to back out. Right. That's. I mean, that's fucked up, man. It's because, like, yeah, nobody really like thinks that you go. Yeah, there's just. I mean, I mean, everybody, I guess, knows of that just logically that there's scenarios where women are just beating the shit out of dudes. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it, it is hard because especially if you're a guy, you're just like, look, this isn't like. I don't love that's this, but it's not the he's, end of it's not the like the end of the world. Yeah, he's fucking like, up right now. He's like, oh no, it's not that bad. Like, yeah, you can you can scratch, you can blood drawn from you. Yeah, yeah. Where, and where on his face? Yeah, it was on his neck. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's that's pretty messed up. And yeah, there's nothing you can do. I guess could you maybe there's some scenario there where you can like while while your wife's sleeping, you can just file her nails down. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that, I wonder yeah. if that that could be maybe a solution, a kind of back back end solution, backdoor solution. There, as you file her nails down while she's sleeping. I'm gonna suggest that to him. Is she a big girl? Someone wanted to know. Is she a large lady? Or no, not? she's she's a tiny little woman. You could definitely file her nails down. Yeah, yeah. That's scary too when they're small, because then she's just like, "Yeah, go ahead, fucking do something," and nobody will believe you. I always yeah. think back to that scene, and you ever see the movie Gone Girl? Oh yeah, you know like with the scene with the bottle where she I basically studied that movie like that. Yeah, that, that dude. I w- like capability of a woman like oh. she's really pissed off. Like what she'll do. That movie and like all girls think that I know. And like that movie was made not that long ago, but that is like the classic thing where it doesn't really like it has nothing to do with race or anything, which is kind no. of the movies that don't get made. But that movie just portraying women in such a negative, crazy light. I feel like you would, they would never make that now. They'd be like, nah. We don't want to like have women come off in this bad light, but like every guy who ever saw Gone Girl, if you like were like, let's go for like a date with your girlfriend to go see Gone Girl, every guy walked oh. out of there like they fucking like you know I don't know just like probably just no blood in their face, just it scared. As manipulative as you think that you can be, like, as you can cross somebody over, like, all right, I don't like this girl anymore. I'm gonna do this or that, like. A woman is always capable of, like, two steps ahead of you. Yeah. Always. When it comes to, like, really fucking you over, she's always two steps ahead. It's, it's, it's till as old as time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it is. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, but yeah, it's fucking, <laughs> yeah, the Gone Girl thing, I always just, I saw it with a girlfriend, too. And, like, I don't think I spoke for, like, 20 minutes after that movie ended, she was just like, you're awfully silent. I'm like, what's it to you? Have you ever been smacked by the girl? Uh, I have been, have I ever been smacked by a girl? Like really smacked? Nah. 
but kind of smack maybe like maybe like but like maybe like a little bit but nothing like nothing serious no okay well have you ever kind of smacked a girl probably not uh not uh during sex i have but Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that yeah. doesn't count. I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I've never, no, I've never, I've never heard. Of yeah, I mean, there's probably way more uh, instances where a girl is like smacked, dude, like, and for sure. I mean, it's fucking yeah. And that's to. like that. I've I've been the girl that punched me in my sleep. That was like the, you know, uh, top level. <laughs> I've been smacked a bunch of times. Yeah. Undeserving, probably fifty percent of the time. But hey, hey, that's how it goes. Um, all right, hey. yeah. I mean, it's a weird one, dude. It's it's kind of yeah. Someone's asking, "Am I at the right podcast, dude?" We're talking about fucking Amber Heard. We're talking about domestic violence. Sometimes, dude, yeah, Amber Heard. Sometimes um, men can be the victims of domestic violence too. That sucks for your body, though. Cause like yeah, yeah, there's there's not and you get what's his game plan? Like I'm just gonna like she'll just kind of get he, softer there is in no, age. Like, say again. Like she'll just get softer the older she gets and like won't be as angry. I don't know. They just have uh, they just had another kid and uh, I mean he's stuck, dude. Yeah. There's no getting out. I feel like there's in that no scenario backing. too, he's probably like he's he's banging her like fucking. She's got like a knife to his neck. Yeah, dude, there's you know, like, being like comments. We talked me. about it, and he was like, uh, they were just going through, um, like him getting like hit and stuff, and she was pregnant with the second kid. He was like, I'm stuck, I yeah. can't do anything. Damn, that's dark. I mean, like, I yeah. guess he could, but he's just like, yeah, he weighs all the costs and benefits, and he goes, like, yeah, I guess I could burn this shit all down, be like a single dad, like see my kids, like probably with, yeah, a, with a woman yeah. like that, she's probably, you'll never see your kids or rarely and pay all this money. And or he's like, yeah, I get hit sometimes. And yeah, like he's I probably mean, he like in his eat. mind, he goes, this is like the equivalent of having like a dangerous job. He goes, yeah, I don't know. It's like you got a job where you go, yeah, this is your job. You're like a corrections officer. Well, I mean, sometimes like, you get he's hit. Set. He's like a trust fund kid. Like oh. they're set. Like yeah. it, there's no like worrying about, money or anything like that there's no reason for her to do this like she's pretty psychotic yeah she's just like i mean that's just her her mental constitution yeah bomber we'll tell your friend bomber tell your friend if he ever wants to call in we'd love to talk to him slash i would love yeah, to talk man. to him i um, appreciate you Dan. yeah cool later buddy All right, bye. i was reggie everybody calling from uh, arkansas yeah that's uh that's a tough one i mean that's really dark when she's uh sober Getting beat when with a sober woman, cause fuck, man. Think how dark it gets when you get drunk. Hello. What up? What's up, the hard money troll? See, that's weird. Everybody picks up and then it hangs up. Hello. Hey, it's Evan. What's up, Evan? How's it going, man? Sorry. Uh, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Just like you have a first time call. You know, nice, nice. And all that. Love, love a good first time caller. We also hung up on the hard money troll accidentally. Um, I don't know what's going on, but for some reason, a bunch of calls tonight. The moment it picks up, it just hangs up instantly. Uh, but anyways, where, where are you calling from, Evan? Uh, Ohio. Ohio, lovely Ohio. Cool. How are things in there? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So, um, low value advice question. Absolutely. Um, I recently got um, terminated from a job. 
and I enjoyed the job, and it was my fault that I got you know kicked out. And you know, what, kind of what did you do? What would you do? And uh, what happened? Uh, because of the pandemic, I had a habit of clocking in, and when I went back in the office, I didn't break that habit, and still you know was clocking in, especially when I was getting out of bed. And even though I live like within walking distance of the actual offices, yeah, I'm clocking in early, and so, so you're just clocking. Noticed, you're yeah. just clocking in a little too early. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it added up. Like, it wasn't like, oh, this is one week. No, it was since we got it back in the office. And, you know, I feel like a complete idiot for just not even noticing that, yeah, that they might be kicked off that, you know, technically stealing. Yeah. And so, and so I just feel awful about the whole thing. And I don't know, what, what advice would you give for trying to get, you know, trying to forgive yourself on that and trying to bounce back? I would say in terms of trying to forgive, how old are you? Uh, 26. 26. You're still young. I mean, dude, you, people, you know, you make mistakes whenever, if whether it was, uh, you know, malicious or not, which is, I don't know if it sounds like it was, but you know, like, you know, you, you kind of got to just live and learn, you know, you're still young. It's not like you, you didn't do something insane. Like it doesn't sound like it. How, how long was this going on for? Uh, definitely a few months. I don't know if it, I picked up the habit again when we went to hybrid model or it was essentially when we, you know, after, you know, COVID, they kind of had the ebbs and flows. Like, yeah, like, you know, they kind of gave up the ghost in maybe August or July of, you know, 2021, um, you know, decided that, you know, we're allowed to be in a cubicle farm and we'll all die of plague. But right, then eventually, right. I think when Omicron started to show its head again, they started to you know, rethink and decide to go hybrid at where I worked. And, and so, so the hybrid, that was what was the problem was because you were hybrid and then you would just like wake up and clock, well, I, clock in right away or? Well, I habitualized how I clocked on. So when we were doing remotes, they had an app, you know, that you could sign on on your phone to mm-hmm. get on to, you know, just clock in your time. Yeah. And so I, when I was doing remotes, I would wake up, you know, put on pants, hopefully, and then log on to the app and then boot up my home system. And I don't know, I, I'm, it's kind of still kind of lingering. Was I that much of an idiot for that long or, you know, but could be as low as three months. It could be as much as eight months. You know, and were you, what was the, what were you supposed to do? Fire up your computer first and then sign on? Well, no, no, I was doing it fine within company standards when I was doing that when I was doing at home. But the thing was, I then was going into the office. And oh, so you're going to the office, but you, when you go into the office, you still have to clock in? You have to clock in when you get to your desk. Right. But you were doing that when you woke up. With intolerance. Yeah. You were just doing that. You'd wake up, clock in. And it, yeah, it wasn't a salary job? No, it was hourly. Hour, oh, hourly. It was hourly. Oh, so you were kind of probably getting an extra half hour kind of thing or more an hour? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, it sounds like uh sounds like it's a tough one. I mean, yeah, they they probably were uh that was the move. And you know, for them too, they, they want to do that cuz did anybody else do that? Do you know? I don't know. Cuz they definitely want to send that message, you know. They they want to use you yeah. as the example to be like, "Hey, cuz I'm sure there were some people who were doing that." And then they saw you and they go, "Oh, okay. Got that's going to end now." So, I'm sure there was that element. I would say, you know what? Just learn your lesson. Uh, you know, it's the one thing that's yeah. going for you. It's the hottest job market in the fucking history of America. You should right. be able to find a new job uh, without problem. I mean, I guess you can't use them as a referral anymore. 
No, uh, actually, my my manager was you know on my corners. She she was hoping that I could have um, either had some sort of um, recompense or you know give give the money back if anything. But it's not that kind of it wasn't that kind of company where they probably would even have that as an option. Yeah, but so she, so but, she, you even have a reference still? Yeah, she's she's solid on that. She said you know whatever I need, you know that she wouldn't ghost me and I could use them as a reference. <laughs> Yeah, and again, you know, I was good at my job, and so it was kind of hard for everyone involved. So yeah, I, it was just but, one of those things that kind of like it had to be done. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're good at your job, and you know, there's, I would say, just you know, lesson learned. Chalk that up to you know, uh, just you know, be like, yeah, it was a dumb thing I did. People do dumb shit all the time, and uh, you know. Just kind of have that in the back of your mind when you're doing other stuff, but it sounds like you'll be fine. You'll just go get another job somewhere else. And you got some false advertising there. I was expecting some really shit advice. I will. I mean, the shit advice would be fucking go shit in a bag and then light it on fire and leave it on. (laughs) But it would be easier to be bitter about it if they were like, you know, really. But it sounds like it's just a a minor hiccup. Maybe it seems bigger deal to you because you're just like you feel bad about it and. But from my perspective, it seems like, yeah, that sucks, but it doesn't sound like you were like the CEO of this company where you can't just go get a new job. Like, how hard do you think it'll be to get a new job doing the exact same thing? Eh, still within like the first kind of month within it. So I'm still kind of getting like the screener calls and you know they're, they're kind of giving the same kind of feedback. Yeah, that was dumb, but it's not career breaking. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, you know. It's, I chalk it up as it's petty theft, I guess. It's just kind of more like a blue collar. But I mean, dude, in all blue collar, everybody's fucking expensing shit wrong. And, you know, that's that's just like, I don't know. But it seems like everybody who goes, uh, who, who works in jobs like, you know, office jobs, they're always, you know, I mean, you, I have friends who are straight up like work at law firms. They're like, yeah, we, we like expense coke and prostitutes. Like they're not supposed to do yeah. that either. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not American Psycho level up in corporate world yet. No, no, no. I I know that. I'm just saying. It's like you know. It's uh just just learn the lesson. Take the lesson. Learn it. Be like you know. Feel bad about it. Think about it. And then just move on with your life. Right. Yeah. Anything else? Well, we can talk current events. I mean, is there something you want to add? What do you you think of something about the the Elon Musk or Amber Heard? Do you know? Have Uh, you ever you ever had a really crazy girlfriend? I had one in high school who was had a higher libido than I did. I'm a good Catholic boy. Yeah. Like, you know, but you're saying she was crazy just because yeah. of her libido? Well, she, she was the one that kind of advanced on me on all of our kind of interactions. Like, she was the first to interact with Kiss. Like, she you know, was going, going further, and eventually we broke up because she wanted more out of what I could give her. I mean, dude, that's a high libido. If, as a high schooler, you're, like, unable to keep up. <laughs> that's pretty wild. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. but never crazy like punching, like you know, violent or. Uh, she had family baggage, but I wouldn't put that on her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess a, um, a lot of times you could probably—that's where you could just link that stuff back to, anyways. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, interesting. All right, well, cool. Thanks for uh, thanks. thanks for calling in. Thank you. Okay, bye. Yeah, guys and gals, don't steal from your work. Uh, And if you do steal from your work, be better at stealing from your work. Did Danny fire the mods? No, but the mods have disappeared. Do we need... I'm going to have to make someone... Who wants to be a mod? I'm going to pick up the phone right now. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's up? Dick 
they cut they cut me off. I didn't cut anything off, but it seems like there's no, a cu- no, not you. Oh, okay. I'm listening. I, I hear what's going on, dude. Oh, okay. Um, it's all good. But uh, yeah, hard money troll. What's uh, up, buddy? Great episode today. Love fap and talk. Yeah, um, yeah. You ever tried the no uh, fap? Nah, fuck that, dude. Why? I, I yeah. agree. Why? I'm making people well, some moderators. I, mean, like, I, I will. You know, if like I would do it only when like. I was like playing sports and whatnot in school because there is a benefit to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I don't know if it's a myth or whatnot, but they say that like female fighters, it's like the opposite. Like they're supposed to have as much sex as they can because it boosts their testosterone levels. That would make sense. Yeah, that that would make sense for a female fighter. That, but I'm told that. Yeah, so they're just fucking ripping off dicks if you're if you're training for sports. Yeah, so, yeah. But the problem is I feel like so many of them are lesbians. Does lesbian sex increase testosterone? Uh, I wonder. uh, Yeah, you know, that's a good question. uh, This may surprise you, Danny. I'm I'm not a doctor. I'm aware you're not a doctor. That does not surprise me. I'm not really aware, you know, but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, you know, it's a little off topic for today. Yeah. Um, given the show, but uh, you sound like I, someone who's had some crazy ladies in the past. Speaking of the Amber oh, Heard dude, stuff, it, you know, uh, Ryan said on a boys' cast once, where like he said, like he kind of like exclusively dated crazies, and me yeah. also. I like that was my thing for the longest fucking time. You know, so I mean, they're they're yeah. fun. Like the, there's obviously oh, stuff yeah. about them that's fun, but then they shit in your bed, and you're like, ugh. Yeah, well, you know, there's a certain addictive quality that comes with, uh, you know, drugs and like crazy women and just like anything. You know, like people who are dramatic who like need that to feed off of. It's like the same kind of behavior. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think you know, I broke myself of that, and uh, you know, doing well these days. The current lady. Uh, the current lady is uh, is uh, yeah, she, she's, she's great. She's yeah, not, she's not, great. Not, not punching no, in the oh, face. Oh, we were or driving anything? in. We were driving in the car earlier, and uh, I was listening to the most recent uh, Boys Cast episode, and uh, you started talking about Lizzo, and she looked at me, and we just kind of shared a laugh because she. Uh, <laughs> She's she's the only one that really knows about my trolling activities. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I, I that came did. up and it was a good one. And then I actually tweeted about it. That was uh, a yeah, that yeah, photo because yeah. I I didn't think so at the time, but that photo really did remind me of fucking uh, the fat video with Weird Al. Yeah, I mean, uh, you if know, people don't know what I'm talking about. Go check out my Twitter. There's a Lizzo. Photo. Yeah, you you made some Lizzo comments uh, uh, on your last Boys Cat mm-hmm. episode. And it's, crazy you haven't been canceled by some big ladies yet but I no guess they, i mean I we love that we love the, the big ladies we love the big ladies it's just you know good for them <laughs> yeah, that they, they're back they, they all just now. look like vader yeah pretty much it's like it's amazing yeah, I mean, that that's like what a backup dancer can look like now it's it's i guess it's yeah a good it's, thing? it's a huh I said, I guess it's a good thing. I don't know. I mean, like it's, Lizzo should be able to pick her own backup dancers, uh, and not, you know, for for Somebody Lizzo's was sake. Me there's a reality show that she picked some of them on. I don't. Know oh, maybe I don't follow the world of Lizzo, but also you're like, if you're Lizzo, I know she's all like body positive, but at the same time, like you probably want all your backup dancers to look worse than you, just like <laughs> as a relative. No, man. I mean, I loved it. Cause it's the classic, like you bring an uglier friend with you when you're like, gonna go like hang out with some girl. Yeah. I mean, talking about like when you're like, you know, in your early teens kind of thing. 
Uh, but yeah, no, that's a, that's an old fashioned trick. And mm. you know, Lizzo can have, I didn't know that was background. a trick with fucking musicians and their, ba- but like, again, I guess it wouldn't oh. make any sense if Lizzo had a bunch of like petite, like, you know, cowboy cheerleader. It, backup would, dancers. it, it actually makes the most sense. Yeah. It does make know? the most sense that she just has these ogres. Well, and the first time I ever heard of her, I was like, watching the live videos that coach for Coachella mm-hmm. and like she, she just came on and she had big girl dancers with her then. So I yeah. think that's always been a, a staple of the act. If yeah. You will. Oh, okay. I've but, never seen her live. I mean, I know lots of people who like her music. So I mean, it, it was, uh, the event I went to was, uh, for Google employees only. Uh, so it was an interesting crowd to say. The yeah, least. I bet. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So I, I had, uh, you know, Another story I was going to tell, but I'll just get to my purpose of calling yes. where I, I, you know, it's been a tough week for me, Danny. What um, happened, the stock man? market. Yeah, um, the stock market's been rough. It's been yeah, a rough, yeah, rough yeah. market. And I'm currently down 80% on my position with Voyager. I am I just, also down 80% on my position with Voyager, <laughs> if it makes you feel better. Yeah. Well, and that's I've honestly I wanted to sell it because, and no, then. Don't. But you're it fucking, seems like you're just like you're a cum filled diamond handed ape. Well, Don't honestly, the, the, the hodling diamond handed shit is some of the like there like if you have a twenty five year time horizon, then diamond sure be a diamond hand. If you're fucking wanting to trade something for a year or two, that is the worst strategy in the fucking world the one thing i'll say because i was like I've, i wish i never even heard of this people don't know voyager is this cryptocurrency app that our friend fucking was told us about and then but it did go up a lot like it's my oh, yeah. fault because it went up a lot i didn't take actually what happens it went up a lot i sold it all and then <laughs> and then it uh, went, what price? And i sold it at like 30 dollars oh wow yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in context for people listening. Uh, no, sorry, thirty dollars Canadian. That was like the top. Canadian, Canadian, thirty dollars. Oh, Canadian. oh, so it's no, like no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it would have been no, it would have been like thirty dollars American actually, because the top was like almost forty dollars. So uh, or Canadian or something. But anyways, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I sold it and then it went to twenty and then I bought a bunch more and now it's at fucking three fifty or something. Yeah, three three forty two at close. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. n- not I a have good one. Hundred and twenty seven shares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not a good one, and uh, yeah, down it's, nine thousand six hundred and seventy one bucks. Yeah, six cents. And honestly, I'm like, I'm trying to tell myself it's one of those things where you know what sucks too is because it was Canadian and it was like this weird fucking stock. I couldn't even set stop losses on it. So, cause a lot of times I will put a stop on a stock just like, you know, if something happens yeah, and yeah. I wasn't even allowed to set stops on this thing, you have to like manually do it. And like, and then I just like never did. And you know, you just assume eh, it'll, it'll be back. It'll rebound. And, uh, it, it's not going to rebound. And honestly, I'm like, I feel like I should sell it because I don't see a scenario where this company is going to really like, I mean, I don't see a scenario where it's going to five X from basically here. Is that like the whole them getting sued turns into a situation where like everything's now clear for them to enter the U.S. market, and then I thought they are in America. Know. Well, you know, I mean, like you know, go on like the New York Stock Exchange. Or yeah, well, they're supposed to uplist to the Nasdaq, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I'm sure that yeah, might, that might well, happen at some point, but I mean, if there's a fucking giant recession, who gives a shit about Voyager? Like, if Bitcoin's twenty thousand yeah. dollars, like who's who's like new 
buying Bitcoin right now, who's like never bought Bitcoin, who's just getting into it now. I feel like there's very little of that, which is what you kind of would need. I'm also down uh, 83% on my 4,000 Atari shares. Yeah, I never, I never fucking followed into Atari, thankfully. Uh, yeah, but, but the well. but the Voyager was an abs- a huge fucking mess. Yeah. And the worst part too is I was down a lot on it, and then it had that like spike in November with like the with the Mark Cuban news, and then I was actually up on it, and I just was like, I just froze. I didn't freeze. I just was like, ah, yeah, I'll just see you back at the all time highs, and then now we're down eighty percent. I go, whoops. Yeah, well, I'm I've been buying even. Yeah, I can't like I, I. I feel like I should buy, but I just can't bring myself to buy anymore. That well, you shit. know, you know what a, a, a wise panda we both know set, likes to say is if you if you liked it at you know X price, then why wouldn't you like it at? X yeah, see, the problem price, you know? is, and this is a very this is a thing that a lot of people do with the stock market is like I didn't really like it. I was just following these guys who I thought were smarter <laughs> than me into the stock. I mean, I never. I was like, yeah, this company's fine. I don't know. And then they were, they were all like, no, this is a sure thing. And then you run into I mean, fucking I buzzsaw. Do, I do still think it's a sure thing. Long, you know. I don't think it's a short term trade anymore. I mean, the worst case scenario though is like, or not worst case, but possible scenario is they get bought out at a hundred percent premium, and then you're still down fucking sixty percent, and you're forced to sell. Whoops. <laughs> 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 Whoops! Fuck, with my kind of luck, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Um, well, anyways, I, cool, well, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, I have one more story. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, tell yeah. You, get and it then, And then I'm gonna fucking uh, bail and just uh, yeah, yeah. kind of listen to the. Re- I might listen to the rest of the night and, and another time. But um, so once upon a time, you know, this is a troll, a troll clue or whatever. Yeah, I I, I used to work at Victoria's Secret, and and this is breast inspector, to the previous caller. No, everyone always says that, and uh, I, I like to call Victoria's Secrets like the the McDonald's of lingerie. Yeah, like everyone always is like the first impression is like, oh man, like what, like what was that like? Did you get? And it's like, dude, it's like every fucking corporate setting you've ever worked, and like because they've been sued so many times over. Yeah, that, like the whole environment is like you know. They search you on your way in. They search you on your way out. It was so fucking whack, dude. That like, uh, that like me and like uh, another uh, employee or two may have just gotten uh, a crazy uh, uh, personal vendetta up our ass. That like, you know, uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, by the time we stopped working there, there was like a net loss of like. 20 grand worth of merchandise oh you guys just, and, and what'd you do with that uh well uh my buddy who's uh now deceased he would actually uh take the stuff and then have somebody return it because the return policy at the time was they would take anything that and was, give you store, store that was credit marked with their, like yeah that? yeah there was anything that was branded victoria's secret you mean yeah and so you he would just return the stuff and they'd give them dollar for dollar credit um, on a gift card that, like, at the time, those were, like, untraceable kind of thing. Yeah. And he would sell it to some dude for 80% of the value on, like, uh, online. Uh, Craigslist. I mean, dude, there's yeah. in, in New York City, there's these, like, we're actually right by Ryan's house in the East Village. 
there's like these it's like these markets and they're just all at first it was all stuff that you could tell they found in the garbage and then but since i've lived there it's straight up they're just stealing shit from all over oh yeah and just no, but they just like track. you know they put lay out a towel and it's just like you know razors and underwear and like food and stuff and you're like you obviously Anything. just stole all the stuff <laughs> yeah you can sometimes find a deal though uh yeah but yeah so so my buddy was just like uh selling it and the great thing about it was like victoria's secret was all about having uh like there's like daily quotas that the corporate sends out and uh they the when stuff stuff gets returned it goes against your quota for the day mm-hmm. so not only were they losing merchandise but they were also like getting their quotas like super fucked up yeah it was all fucked and, up i mean and, any uh, business like that though any business like that theft employee theft customer theft is just like it's a line item that is going to occur no matter what you fucking do it's Oh yeah, no, you know absolutely. it's just like that's and, and that's baked were... into, and the idea that these like you know people go like oh because like theft the prices are higher like no, like that that money is not going to lowering the prices it's going to the shareholders or whatever. Oh so yeah, like, well just like just if we if you eliminate it's like if you eliminate theft it's just like yeah the shareholders will be enriched for Victoria's Secret they're not lowering the prices of anything. Well, and, you know, therefore also uh, Victoria's Secret, who's owned by limited brands. But, like, I'm telling you, these people yeah. get sued all the time. They would make me do so much. And this wasn't just, like, uh, uh, just doing it because I, I was being an asshole. There was a lot of things that drove me. Uh, it was revenge I actually, If I actually did do anything, which I'm not actually admitting. Yeah, I mean, dude, like, you're anonymous anyway. It's a anyways. story, right? But, yes. like, you know... Uh, there was a lot of things that drove us to this but yeah you were saying what i do man i fucking gave that shit away like robin hood i fucking show up to friends house, and you know it's a little weird when your friend gives yeah he goes uh, is anybody here a women's triple (laughs) xl i yeah i can i can uh gauge uh bra sizes just by seeing them just because it's basically like <laughs> you know you just you get to learn the like sizing yeah of you course. know it's, re- nice it's really nice little party like, trick like yeah it's it's a magician looks really fucking cool up there but really it's just like no there's actually like you know a method to the madness yeah and yeah. uh yeah you know uh uh the, to bring this all full circle uh in relation to your previous caller like dude get that extra half an hour per day but only if you're like not going to be there forever, because like eventually they will fucking find your scam. Yeah, of course. You know? And of course. we got out of there before they did like a good audit of the store. Yeah. And uh, that location doesn't even exist anymore. And the statute of limitations are already up anyways. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, but like it'd be a it'd be a hard time for you to to put a case on the hard money troll you know (laughs) but uh you know the you know just the the point of like that i'm trying to make to your caller is like dude only do that in scenarios like you're not planning on being yeah don't do that in an office job office jobs that's 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 uh short-sighted for sure yeah totally anyways cool buddy thanks for calling in man take care Later. later bye that was the hard money troll with his tales of theft I remember actually I used to work out in Canada. There was this place called Future Shop when I was in high school. It was Best, Best Buy. Best Buy bought it. And when I worked there one day, they were like, yeah, this is when you still bought software. Like it, like you would buy like a DVD. 
And uh, they were like, yeah, there's like Microsoft fucking, I think it was like Windows actually, like 500 copies went missing. It was a lot of money. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hi there. Uh, my name is Dylan. What's up, Dylan? How How's you it doing? going? Good. How are you? Where are you calling from? I'm great. Uh, I'm calling from Idaho. Idaho. Nice. Yeah. Lovely in Idaho. the middle had, of nowhere. We had a caller, I believe, call from Idaho recently when we were talking about guns in Idaho. I think, oh, yeah. I think it was the guy that had the ankle. You're not him. Are you the one who had the ankle shoot? No, no, no. No, and I'm actually I'm actually a Seattleite originally. And you went from Seattle so, to Idaho? Yeah. Why? <laughs> uh, because Seattle was on fire at the time. What do you mean on fire? And, uh, just like expensive? No. No, I mean like just homeless people everywhere. Oh, and- like you just the, the culturally you go, I got to get out of here? Yeah, 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 and it was really expensive too. Yeah, I've heard but, Seattle's uh, really expensive. Um, and yeah. you like it in Idaho? Yeah, yeah, it's actually great here. Yeah, and you, I you... mean, I I was I was kind of the the token, you know, right leaning guy most of the time over there anyway. Of course, so. and then you go to <laughs> Idaho, and they're just like, probably you're you're, right. you're probably like the left wing guy now. You're not right enough. Yeah, may- maybe a little bit because I tend to be a little more libertarian on things. Yeah. Uh, and, and some of the people here. Well, and I'm Latter Day Saint too. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. That's like so, what? Um, that's the same as Jehovah's Witness? No. No, no, it's different. What's the difference? Um, is Latter Day Saint? It's Mormon. Mormon, right, 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 yeah, yeah. Mormon. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah you're Mormon. Yeah, yeah, right. I forgot. That's cool. Yeah. Are there a lot of Mormons Which, in Idaho? Yeah, I mean it's so close to Utah that there was a lot of you know spillover uh, families that kind of moved here during the whole Mormon settlement and all that. What's the Mormon settlement? That's just when they left. Like Utah? Uh, you know the, the Salt Lake. Um, it, it was like the, there was the Oregon Trail, right? Which wasn't Mormon, and then there was the Mormon Trail. Everyone settled in Salt Lake. Right. All I know about basically ninety percent of the stuff I know about Mormonism is from South Park or Book of Mormon. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah. What do you uh? What do you want to call in about? What, what do you? Uh... No, I'm. I actually just wanted to ask you because you're a comedian and all that. Yes. Uh, uh, and with all the Elon stuff, um, what's your what's your view on where you draw lines with? free speech on social media where i would draw lines with free speech on social media now when you say free speech you're talking about all stuff that's not already deemed like illegal like you're not saying like are you like right like you're not I, like I oh would like you because people, people go like oh they'll be like yeah well they'll be like oh they'll be like child porn or something and then Right, like, well, right you can't do that anyways i mean that's that's the obvious line right yeah but, yeah, yeah. But the, the thing is, also, it's like, you know, and, and I know that this is going to sound funny coming from me, but it's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty libertarian guy in general, but it's like, I do think that YouTube should be able to say, like, oh, we don't want this to turn into a porn site, so we're going to, you know, say no pornography. Of course. I mean, YouTube. they're, again, they're, like, they're a private business. I mean, I made the joke, and it's so funny because, like, so many people, they just, like, don't get it, but... I made in that right. Twitter video I made where I said, like, you know, it's just like, you know, they're, Twitter's a private business or whatever, just like the, you know, they, they they can serve whoever they want, but not like that gay baker, bakery who, right. or whatever. And you're just like, yeah, I don't know. Do you think that they should, I, I guess it's just like a consistency thing. Like, 
now again it it gets it's not a black and white area i will say that with like the whole the stuff mm-hmm. where should a business be allowed because you know yeah youtube is a private business but can they do whatever the fuck they want especially at the scale right. that they're at and the uh, like importance that they have no mm-hmm. um it would be nice I, like i don't know because i you know i'm sure you're a libertarian you probably want as minimal government meddling as possible yeah but in some instances stuff like this is like you know maybe some regulation might might be a little better just in terms of a guideline but i mean it's a tough one yeah it's it's i uh, I don't i don't really have like hard fast like my political ideology it's you know in some ways i'm probably libertarian in some ways i'm kind of more authoritarian right or whatever but like I just Author- I really... authoritarian right in what uh, in what way? Oh, that that would be. I mean, just just as far as like you know, I I probably have some socially conservative stances or whatever. Um, uh, if I really got into it, but but it's also like I feel like you should have more. You you should be able to exercise more gun, government control the more local you get. Yeah, which it's is like, yeah, I which is a good idea. Like municipally that should for sure matters more like where you actually live. Right. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. Um but yeah, with the but, but as far as regulating the the social medias or whatever. Like I, I don't know exactly where like I I think a good thing to strive for at least with the social media companies would be like uh, transparency and stuff that's more universally applicable. Yeah. Right. And I will say with the transparency thing, because I, I was listening to someone talk about this on a different podcast and it's really something that if I was any of these companies, it would be like the main thing I would be saying is they're like, look, we have, you know, 5 million messages a minute going out right. on these things. So you're like, it's impossible to have them manually reviewed. So, you know, when you have a, uh, like I have so many friends, I have a friend in Canada, this comedian, Chris Locke, who he had like Mm -hmm. a pretty big following on Twitter and he lost his account because he just like made some joke about like, oh, I'm going to like kill somebody. Like, but it wasn't like, it was clearly like, you see, it's like, yeah, it's like a total, just like tongue in cheek joke. And (laughs) that got flagged as like a death threat. And then that was it. He just like lost his account and that was it. And there was no recourse, nothing. But again, you know, like it's not to say it's a free app because I guess you are the product, you know, and when they say like it's when you're not paying, yeah. you're the product. But like still, you know, you, mm-hmm. there's not a reasonable assumption that every time a tweet of yours is flagged, you're going to go like talk to a customer service agent. Like that's just, I don't know. Right. It's a tough one. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it's tough. Um, but yeah, again, I think maybe, you know, universal applicability, like, um, but you can't because it's, you know, the laws are different in every country. That's why all these oh, people sure. too, well, with like, I'm they saying get the... outside of the laws, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. As, as far as like the, the social media network still, because like, I'm, maybe a good example would be like the COVID stuff where, it, where it's like, it's like, yeah, we have this rule of no misinformation about COVID, but we have organizations that if they're wrong, it's fine. Yeah. Because... I mean, the, the, yeah, and with um, the main one was the lab leak theory where Zero Hedge or whatever posted that and they got their account right. banned. They just, right. like, you know, and it wasn't like, that was a high profile enough thing where like if it was a mistake, like it should have been back, you know, an hour, 
right. an hour later, and it was you know it was gone for. But then you a see month the CDC information changing all the time. It's like, well, they were just going with the best science at the time, and it's like, well, first of all, you know, who's to say? But also, it's like, okay, but you're still kind of distinguishing and saying this one organization can be wrong. Yeah. I, I will say that it's going against that organization. Then it's not. Yeah. You know, I, not okay. I, I will say, cause like uh, there was a, there is a part of me, not was, but there is a part of me who's like, look, just like let people take in all these data points, whether some of them mm-hmm. are misinformation, some of them are from sources they trust and take them all in. And then, you know, kind of just, with all this information, make up their own minds and you think like they'll arrive. But then after having this Twitter video and the amount of people who are like certain it's real, I'm just like, I don't even know if I believe that anymore. Cause I'm like, there's so <laughs> many dude, there was not even exaggerating. There's tens of thousands of people who saw this video. I mean, like when I opened my Twitter, when I ended right. the fucking podcast, because actually just like, like, uh, right before the, the show started and Coulter retweeted that video and she has like 2 million followers. So I am expecting just a barrage of just people being like, this guy's a fucking idiot. And so like these people really can't tell the difference between fact and fiction. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of them. This isn't like an insignificant thing. So if again, like, you know, I, I don't know, there's, you just have to let people fuck up. I, I don't know. I don't know the solution to this. It's, it's not a, a simple one. You know, you can do, yeah, well, you can do this thing where you can go look like, I mean, maybe that is a solution. It's just like, let people, fucking stick their tongue in the electrical socket and just find out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I think, you know, that that is the tough one, right? It's like, where do you draw the line between safety and freedom? And, 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 I, and I, you know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's an easy line to draw. It's not because it's, I, I think it's not the same for everybody. I act like it's, it's, oh, it's so simple safety or it's so simple freedom. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's not like it's not a simple answer. The, the that's the worst thing is the people who think you go, what like what is your what's your position on this? And then you're kind of like ah, and they go, it's, what's so hard about this? And you're like, it's not that's not that simple. Yeah, well, I think I think about in my I, I mean, like you don't want to be fucking more. China. Like you definitely don't want to be like China, where you, you know you say the wrong Russia where you like say the wrong shit and like you're worried like people are going to show up at your house and then you know right like America is still the best system it's just like you know it's it's I don't think it's better anywhere than in the US so I will say yeah I I do think I do think our like our judicial system surrounding um, free speech in in the US is is like probably one of the better systems that way Mm -hmm. I I you know, I, I wouldn't say that our system is perfect in every. Obviously, whichever side you're on, our healthcare system's pretty messed up. Worst fucking. Oh my god, dude! I as someone who came <laughs> from Canada, I'm just like, holy right. shit! The healthcare system here fucking sucks. Oh, I know. I mean, it doesn't well, suck. It's like, it's like if you have money, it's great, and if you don't have any money, it's great. It's just like if you're in the middle, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. It, yeah, th- that is the hard thing, right? It, it's it's. Um, but I mean, you can't have everything. It's like what you want. Everything. No, and, and and I do think that there's like the innovation that comes out of the U.S. system is pretty good. Um, but like, but yeah, as far as affordability, <laughs> where we're at. It, but yeah, sorry, yeah, no so problem. I'm just walked in. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's someone says you're especially based. That's a good thing. <laughs> Anyways, anything else you want to add? We we gotta wrap this up. No, and I should actually probably get going here. Oh. I only had a little bit. All good. Cool. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it.
Yeah, well, thank you. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah, bye. Oh, hung up on a little early. All right. Oh. Oh, man. It's fucking, he's been trying. All right. We got another call here. I think it's Reggie again. Is this Reggie again? Yeah, dog. What's up, Reggie? How you doing, man? Oh, and I hung up. See, that's a weird thing. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know if fucking calls are kicking out other calls, but hello. Hey, what's up, Dan? How's it going, man? Good, good. Who am I like speaking the show. Thank you, thank you. This is Miles. Hey, how you doing, Miles? Do you, have you called in before? No. No, okay. No, first time. Nice. Nice. First, Love the first, first time, time caller. Long time caller. Nice, nice. Um, where you where you living? America? Uh, Seattle. Seattle. Oh, okay. Were you in the comments saying that you moved from Idaho to Seattle? No, no, oh. I saw that, but oh, okay. I mean, yeah, it's pretty close. We got a lot of people moving out to the the greater Idaho area. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what do you want to talk about? Miles? Hey, so um you pretty much picked up in America with the uh Woke Races video. Do you think that was like your big pop? Uh that was for sure the stuff that like kind of put us like a bit on the map. Yeah, for sure. Def- definitely yeah, definitely that. was the uh i mean it's so funny because like people know it and then sometimes they like don't even like they'll be like you're the you're the you're the left right guy like they don't even remember what it was called or whatever like they go, <laughs> the, they just know it's like something like two things and they're like yeah the, whatever but yeah yeah that, that was definitely the uh the the big one um that yeah that's one. when i started checking out your your videos um i wanted to call in because you know, you get those social media reminders that says like six years ago you posted this thing. Yeah. Uh, Only on like, Facebook though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So on Facebook, like five, six years ago, I posted and I just got a reminder for it. Uh, the chef sketch you did. Oh, from uh, that I, we did in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So the C- the CBC like, sketch. Oh, yeah, I remember this. yeah. I was like, I remember this sketch and I went, oh shit, that's Danny. Yeah. Yeah, that was back in the. I was skinny there too. That was like the. I just. I, I think I like fucking went on. Uh, no, I literally. That was like, not. I mean, skinny. Not skinny, but skinny for me because I did this like cabbage soup thing where I was only. I lost like all this weight. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I just remember that from, from that. But uh, yeah, that was back in the day when Facebook still worked and you could like go viral kind of on Facebook still like where uh, people would find out about it. But that's cool. Yeah, we. Uh, that was Ryan. Yeah. Ryan had the show on the CBC. Uh, when they were still allowing white people in there. Um, that got passed around between me and all my boys because I was a line cook. Oh, really? came out. Nice. And so we were like, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That was a fucking I, OG Ryan Long banger right there. Yeah. It was it was just like perfectly accurate. And then uh, Kyle Kinane had a, a bit about that on one of his specials. Uh, that uh, was pretty good. About the chefs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was yeah, just actually Ryan. Ryan wrote that just because that was uh, a thing just in Toronto where like there was just all kind of you know I guess it maybe happened slowly, but trying to know where there's just, like all these fucking yeah all the chefs were kind of like that. They were all like yeah um, douchebaggy kind of Pete Davidson vibe. Yeah, not really, but just like all tatted up and yeah, they were like very very image like I guess you know they just got they're they're more like kind of getting ready to get in front of a camera versus like because normally chefs are just like stuck in the back, right? cooks and stuff yeah they're just like kind of out of sight but um yeah that's cool do you guys get cbc there like in seattle because i know you're close to canada like does it make its way over or no i could probably find it if i tried like, never, i guess on maybe a, on a i've antenna. never stumbled on that channel but you have to have like an antenna you wouldn't have that on like a digital thing oh yeah because they have a thing in canada that's like one of the things with the cbc where everybody could get it 
via an antenna like in almost everywhere maybe not the entire country just because it's huge but i think like most population if you have just a basic antenna you get cbc like in hd so i wonder if you that was that was here that flipped in the states like 15 years ago anyone could buy rabbit ears and you get the top three or four channels Mm -hmm. and then they went digital and all of a sudden, these rabbit ears everyone had were trash. Yeah, but you could get the new ones. I had one of these antennas before I moved to the U.S., and you could I'd get like 25 HD channels, but there'd be some of them mm. would be like these weird-ass American channels. They're mostly weird. I, I live near the CN Tower, so I would get, uh, they would, I don't know, I'd get all these weird ones. But uh, cool, man. Anything you want to talk about other than the, the sketch? Or is that, uh, or that the was sketch, just... and then, um, you know, I watch uh, or listen to uh, without a country on yep. gas digital. Yeah. Yeah. With Colin and, Fisher and Shane. Yeah. Shane, yeah. I, I caught yeah, on to that cause I like Shane's comedy. Nice. Yeah. I actually co-hosted uh, that show a few times. That's what I was going to say. So I listened to it because him, and then once I got a couple months into it, I was like, I don't agree with like 75% of what these people are saying. Um, they got some, some okay takes. And then when I went to go pick up latest week's episode, I was like, Oh, Danny's co-hosting. Yeah. Do you do you have like a lot of common ground with, you know, the typical New York somewhat leftist? Uh, like how do you negotiate? That? Common ground? I don't. I mean, I, I like I always considered myself pretty liberal. Uh, it's it's only like since in the last five years, and I still consider myself a liberal. It's like it's what everybody says. Where it's like, you know, I heard Bill Maher. He was on Rogan. He's like, I didn't change. He's like, I have all the same opinions. Like, you guys are all calling me right-wing now, but, like, my opinions are pretty much the same as they've always been. Just everybody else changed around me. And then I I found... Yeah, and it's just like, and I found myself, like, you know, like, the it's just like the goalposts move, and you find yourself in just, like, a different spot, I guess. I I don't know, but I'm pretty consistent. I haven't... I don't think there's a lot that I really... I'd say the main thing that I've changed my mind on as I got older, but this is more so just moving to a, living in America was the gun stuff, which I talked about a couple times in the episode, but just kind of the mm-hmm. understanding of like the need for guns and like why they're a good thing. Like if you asked me maybe five years ago before I moved here, guns, I'd be like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't think it's good. I don't like guns. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I yeah, I definitely do. I mean, I'm pretty liberal. Like I don't, I don't know... Yeah, I I still think I'm pretty liberal. I don't know. Like, you know, I'm for a lot of things. I I don't know what I'm super like, you know, I guess a lot of like the like the quote unquote, like, you know, whatever, like crazy gender stuff. I maybe would like I'm not even like against it. I just want to make fun of it. But that makes you like a right wing. I'm not even like, yeah, go do all your nuts shit. Besides like, you know, the really egregious stuff. But like you want to have like you identify as whatever and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, go fucking do that stuff. But I should be able to make fun of it. But that made me like, you know, that was people like, oh, that's super right wing. You can't make fun of these things. I'm like, what? Live and let live, but I'm allowed to give commentary. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever. I'm like a comedian. I want to fucking joke about this stuff. But they were like, oh, if you want to joke about this, then you're like definitely, you know some right-wing bigot. And I was like, oh, what? No, I don't think so. But then the problem is we've just been embraced by so many people on the right that people just see us as like, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not. I've never voted Republican. I wouldn't go that route. But there's still those that are holding on to like, I'm going to accept whatever whatever the new trend is so that I can fit in with the club. Yeah, I mean, one thing I will say, because I know people who are like, I'll vote 
I vote liberal no matter what. I vote Republican no matter what, whatever in Canada, but like conservative or liberal no matter what. I don't care what they have to say. Just like that's my team. And I'm like, me, I'm like, no. I'm like, I'll vote for whatever I think is the best person to vote for in this moment in time. And that could be fucking totally different person next time around, totally different party. But I'm, I have no allegiance to a political party or ideology at all. Like I'm yeah, so that's, flexible that's with that shit. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, I'm so like, you know, I, if I thought, I mean, dude, I voted for Justin Trudeau in 2015 because he was like, I'm going to legalize weed, and at the time you're like, yeah, this this guy seems like the best option right now. That's that's a that's a good uh, good stance for. Yeah, I mean, at the time, you. at the time he seemed like a you know, at the time you're everybody was like, oh, how could you do that? And you're like, well, I didn't know about all this shit. Now, I mean, I don't even live oh, in Canada, yeah. so fuck that place. But, uh, you know, I'm like, I, I don't, I don't like, you know, at the time you were just like, yeah, this seems fine. And it was fine. For the first few years of Trudeau, there were no issues. Like nobody was ragging on him. He was, he was, he could do no wrong really. Oh yeah. I couldn't have told you who the prime minister was a year ago. Yeah, exactly. And then it just seems like he's blasting the news every week now. Yeah. Even down here. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, that's kind of my uh, my my take on that. Is I'm kind of just all over the place. Yeah. All right. Cool. Anyways, cool. Thanks, man. Good talking. Take care. Bye. All right. I love the new the the first time callers. I I highly recommend if you listen to the show. I have time for one more caller, by the way. Highly recommend if you listen to the show. Never called in. Call in. Oh, we got Reggie back. Okay, we're gonna finish this out with a kind of. I'm starting to have like regulars here. I'm like a bar. What's up, Reggie? How's it going, dude? Yeah, I'm back. I'm How are you doing, buddy? It's all good. I don't know if it's something with me because there's been like five people who have hung up within one second, like tonight. And I don't yeah, know. Yeah, if... I got I got picked up a while ago, and I heard like, yeah, is this Reggie? And then we got disconnected. Yeah, I don't I don't know if there's something wrong with my phone. I don't know what's going on because I swapped SIM cards before the show. So, anyways, what's up, Reggie? You're the last caller of the night. I was saying I'm, I'm starting to get regulars. Like I'm like you guys are like barflies. Dude, I love you, man. I Thanks, love dude. this podcast. I love, uh, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate you, man. Uh, so no, what's up? Bro, How you want to fucking send this bad boy home, dude? Uh, dude, let's talk about Ukraine because uh, it's what's going on right now. I mean, it's, see, I, I said it at the beginning, but it seems like we're kind of just, I don't want to say over it, but it no, doesn't. Wait, it does not get in the fucking airtime. I wanted to talk with you about a bunch of stuff tonight. And okay. I think that the number one thing is Ukraine because we only have a few minutes, so we only have. Uh, I, I don't want to put the. Uh, okay, all right. Put the I'll, screws I'll, on you. Um, I'll sum this up really quick. Um, I'm on Reddit last night, and I'm going through just the front page. Okay. I I don't, I don't have any. Uh, I didn't type anything into subreddits or anything like that, but there's the Ukraine page now. Okay. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I click on it and it's a Taiwanese man and it says uh Taiwanese gentleman joins uh Ukraine uh defense or whatever. I can't really sum it up, but Okay. I I read comments and it's just like I hope he destroys many Russians and defends the Ukrainians. And I, I, I keep going down the list, and I'm just... It's ridiculous. Okay. 
Um, and you're you're seeing the comments and stuff. Yeah, it's just uh, I don't know, like uh, ridiculous how much uh, blindly people are like, oh, Ukraine. Yeah, defend defend Ukraine, defend Ukraine, and yeah, it's, I mean that's a classic thing. Is I mean it I seems pretty cut it. and dry who the aggressor and who like who the aggressor is. So it's it's you know at first glance, I mean I I agree. Like I'm not pro Russia or anything. Like, but it's just one of those things where people just kind of blindly move from their you know thing to the thing, and Ukraine's an easy thing to get behind. But it's just weird because there are all these other kind of things that have been similar. Uh, that right. people just don't give a shit. Anyways, Reggie, I'm sorry. I got to let you go because there's one call I have to get to and I, I don't no have worries, a lot of dude. time. But Thank thanks you. for calling in, man. We'll catch you soon. That was Reggie for Arkansas. Okay, the, the phone lines are closed. We're going to have one call. Uh, this is very exciting for me. We have Dave from Canada. He's in the chat. We're going to call him up. Dave is responsible. Hey, Danny. Yo, what's up, Dave? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Good bud. Nice. This is the first question. time. Not first time we have. Oh. So uh, just a little preface. Uh, Dave from Canada over here. He made all the fucking this shit. The whole design for the show, the white square, everything made by Dave from Canada. So shout out to you, man. You are an invaluable, uh, invaluable uh, member of the low value family. Thanks, bud. Yeah, I'm part of the uh, low value army. Hell yeah! Uh, it's my it's my dreams come to life. I can see it every week at uh, Tuesday at nine. Dude, it's the best, man. You did such a great job. I get so many compliments on it. <laughs> Sweet, dude. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. Anyone else who needs stuff like that? Yeah, shoot me a dude. Yeah, if that. you need some fucking really good work done, let's be high value in this sense. Where if you need some uh, really good work done, message Dave. And I actually have yeah, my girlfriend's oh. bugging me, but I got to get my our dog added somewhere here on this thing. <laughs> we're gonna we we're, can do that. We're gonna we have the do dog. So I'm gonna send you a photo of the dog. We're gonna have to add the dog. Uh, but anyways, what's up, dude? Uh, so I was gonna ask Danny. You know how throughout time, for the well, I think in the last four years, there's been this uh, rotating door of of I guess uh, victimization seems to be this hot topic of hey, I, I you know I I I'm this identity. Everybody's jockeying. Yeah, everybody's jockeying yeah, for position. Jockeying. Absolutely. And for a brief and for a brief moment. Uh, Ukrainians were the hot topic. When was and this? You're know, saying like in the last like, like in the last like few moments, kind of thing. You're saying, or <laughs> well, I'd say like maybe like before Elon Musk bought Twitter, being a Ukrainian was kind of awesome. Yeah, um, are you Ukrainian but now? See, yeah, I am. So my not like not my dad doesn't speak Ukrainian. I don't think my grandpa did, but yeah. his father did. Okay, and they're from Ukraine. Nice. Um, but I feel like I have missed the boat on this. Have I, or is there any way I could rekindle that that good jock that hit, hit like I guess the top of the uh, the charts for this? Uh, you know, oh, I'm from Ukraine. Uh, can I get a free coffee or something like? I don't know. No, no, dude, it's over, man. Like the oh, only no, no, no. It was. I mean, nobody gave a shit. Like my whole life. It's so funny. Like my whole life. Like I don't know. Nobody knew Ukraine. Ukraine was literally the most insignificant place. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody knew where it was on a map. Nobody cared about Ukraine. And my family's from there. There and my family's not even Ukrainian. My family's Russian. They're like, yeah, we're we like the borders changed with the Soviet Union, but they're not Ukrainian. They're Russian, but they live in Ukraine. But my point is, there was a small window right when fucking Putin invaded where you could have maybe got some of that juice for it. But that's over. Nobody Shit. cares anymore. I don't know. You know. You know what? There might come a time though where they're like. 
oh, Dave, we we need your pierogies and your your fucking cabbage rolls. And I, I'm going to be like, nah, nah, nah. You turn your fucking back on me. I get. I don't even think so though. I'd like. It's just. It's one of those things Shit. where it's. It's not exotic enough. Like it's, yeah, I'm done. Fuck. Yeah, I, 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 honestly, I, I probably, man, I'm telling you, like, there's gonna be no no juice getting coming from the Ukrainian stuff unless you have like shit. a thick accent or you're like, you know, you escaped this current war. But if you, uh, once they find out you're multi generational Canadian, that's gone. You're Canadian, man. Uh yeah, th- that's pretty much it. Yeah, my mom's like not even Ukrainian, so it's like I'm so fucking diluted. It's, it's, it's yeah, you got nothing, man, Dave. You got you got dick all. You could not be less. Uh, You're just a white guy from fucking Canada, dude. Uh, Dave, Which honestly, Dave, in, t- always, in terms of like uh, you know breaks, it's not bad. You won the lottery, yeah, Dave. We won the lottery. Trans. You can always go trans. There's you always can, that. You can always pull the lever. You can go trans. Pull. I mean that's an option, but it's a, that's a real dedication though. That's the thing is like a lot of people go yo like they kind of flippantly be like you can always go trans, but you're like yeah, but there's there's a lot to it. Even if you're not even gonna like you're gonna half-ass a trans and just wear a dress, but you're like if you're a guy or whatever, you're like yeah, you're still gonna do that though. Yeah, there's a, there's a high value trans like your Buck Angel who are like you know look at what I've done. Yeah, he's actually pretty crazy. I saw a photo of him for, for the first time recently, like, and he was like a shirtless photo. And I'm like, pretty crazy that that guy used to be a woman. Yeah, look at it. It's like there's a working vagina down there. Yeah, I know. Right, I know. I, right, dude, I, I, I masturbated to it. Anyways, thanks, Dave. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Thank you, Danny. See thanks, you guys. thanks, buddy. Take care. All right, that was Dave from Canada. Everybody, that has been the show. Uh, shout out to him. I mean, if you need some graphic design work, I don't know how you can. He's uh, at on. Uh, you can find him on uh, Twitter at Dave Crimes at Dave Crimes, like committing crimes. He does fantastic work. He's honestly great. He's a high value male in a low value male world. That has been the show. We have a Patreon episode in seven minutes. If you want to sign up for it, you can. Patreon.com slash low value mail. You can sign up for it. You can join this next show. We're just going to dick around for an hour. Take some more calls if you want to call in. Check some emails. All that fun stuff. I got to go pee until then. Thank you very much, everybody. You have all been great. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.